Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies buddies talking about cinema. Uh, (laughs) That was me. A little bit of harmony at the end. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, This is Cinnabuds back together. Back at it. Once again, he let me out of the trunk that he locked me in last week. Because I am the Irishman. Uh, I'm 889's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. This is Cinebuds, and today we are talking about waves. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not rude. It doesn't boast. Love also forgets wrong. How I do. It's been hard, hasn't it? Let go of a prayer Waves is a new drama from director Trey Edward Schultz. He has done the movie Cresha, which was in the Milwaukee Film Festival. Absolutely. Saw it as a short and then saw it yeah, as a yeah, full yeah. length. That was really fun. Best Thanksgiving film ever. Yes. <laughs> and um, here he is um, with his new full length. Okay, probably you want to run down a plot. Yeah. Uh, it is about uh, a young man, comes from a good family, he's a wrestler, he's a good student, and he starts making some small choices mm-hmm. that end leading up to bigger choices that end up leading him to tragic events. Without sure. giving too much away, it's a family drama. Mm-hmm. It's about other people in the family, too. Yeah. It's about... It explores, it's a really interesting structure to the plot. Uh, like, the first two thirds are really about the young man. And then it kind of switches to the daughter and the family. Mm-hmm. You see how these events affect the family. You see the family together. You see the events. You see how the family recovers. It really is about family. Yeah. The the like the whole movie. It it does show individual people, but it's like how a family deals with big tragic events. How right. like how big tragic events happen, and yeah. then how you deal with it as a family and as individuals yeah. within that family. This movie is 90% uh, nervous. I'm oh, just, yeah. I was nervous <laughs> through the entire thing. Up until the end, I'm like, what's going to, what? No, no more. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, what would you think of it? I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I genuinely think, and I keep saying this a lot during this time of year, yeah. but I think it's one of my favorite films <laughs> of the year. <laughs> but it, it genuinely, this is the time of year where a lot of good ones come out. Uh, it was really good. Like it is long. Yeah, it's longer like, it's than like, I expected. It's two and a half hours long, and there was there was a couple minutes where like I felt it. Mm-hmm. And it's also it's definitely it's the movie that you you go into having to you've got to be in the mindset for this movie. Yeah, it is it is a heavy emotional drama. Right. Yeah, it's very good at like at doing those things, but like you do have to you 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 got to be ready for. To like witness tragedy yeah. and to to be a part of that because it's like it's intense. It's, 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 intense. it's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. a messed up ride, but it is. I genuinely think so worth it. it, it yeah, for sure. It's one it of is. there's. I've been saying this also a lot lately that it's visually amazing. But I'm what I'm realizing because I'm saying this is there are a lot of filmmakers these days who who are telling the story visually as much as they're telling it on paper. Totally. So and it goes. With the music, with the filming and the editing, goes right in line with this story. Yeah, to make you feel on edge this whole time, which mm-hmm. is very impressive. After the break, we're gonna come back and we're gonna break it down. Yep. 
a little bit further. I enjoy breaking it down. I do too. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Plenty to discuss. Plenty to discuss. We'll be back. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and associated bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film. Offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at AssociatedBank.com slash MKEFilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture. Fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffel's offers leather and upholstery, dining, and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. Okay, and we are back. Thank you for sticking around. Thanks. We're talking about waves. Um, uh, let's talk about it stylistically a uh-huh. bit, how it starts. Yeah. It starts with um, kind of our main character, Kelvin Harrison Jr., mm-hmm. and his girlfriend. Driving in a car. Driving in a car. Yeah. It really starts out like... So pleasant. It's Florida, bright. They're driving. They're having a good time. Then you see him. They're at- playing Animal Collective, oh, Florida. Yeah. I like it started, and I was like, oh, I'm going to love this movie. We're going to have to talk about the soundtrack a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- the soundtrack was great. <laughs> um, so but, they're, they're yeah. in this car, and the camera is just is spinning. Yeah. You know, it's like it's spinning around them. It's like it's in front, and then it's like it's behind. And that was this whole movie, the, the camera was like in constant motion. Yeah. And uh, for a lot of it, it seemed to, it was just like moving around the character. Some of it reminded me of Roma. Yeah. And like how everything reminds you of Roma. I just think about Roma constantly. <laughs> yeah. But it, like how it just kind of like was picking up yeah. what was going on. Uh, like this kind of like observer's lens that was moving around these characters. And I really love yeah, that. Which about is it. funny because at the beginning, it's in order to show you like, oh, look how bright and sunshiny everything is. Look where they're there mm-hmm. and everything's they're having such a good time. But that's used in the exact same way to say to like start to reveal like the camera starts to reveal other things and you were constantly going no 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 I don't want to what's they gonna what are they gonna <laughs> see? like almost like a horror movie like what are they about to show me right what bad thing is about to happen but they use it in the beginning for the opposite to kind of add this like oh he's like an all American kid he's got a great girlfriend there uh, mm-hmm. he's a wrestler and he's really good at wrestling he's like working out with his dad he has a good family life. And then they use that shot again. Yeah. At, uh, at like in the middle of the of the movie in like a different context. Right. And it was like, what a great callback. Yeah. What a great like resetting to reestablish that this is what we're feeling again. This is how yeah. the waves happen. Oh, you know, waves, waves. they're I metaphorical. See. The titular waves. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so that was. I thought that that was. It was really great to like come back to that shot. Yeah. Later. I did love so this they immediately establish he's got this great family. It's yeah. a lot of pressure from the dad, but it's all with love. You see the love from the dad too. Mm-hmm. Um Sterling K. Brown plays the dad who's like all over the place these days. Yes. He's like winning awards and he's in a bunch of great movies and he's got a very intense look. Yeah, yeah. Uh which is so funny because he looks at his son in this so intensely. And I really want to talk just about his look for a second. Okay, yeah. Because I was like, I don't understand. He's got his eyes get big, and he's looking at him almost like he's mad, but he's just being stern. 
But with that same face on, he's being really cute with his wife. He's making jokes with his son. They start, they arm wrestle at the table. He goes, you think you can take your old yeah. man? That kind of a thing. And then you see you see the duality of, of his performance, which is like, I have to be firm with you because we're in a position that where we have to be careful and we have to be better than anyone else has to be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's looking at him because he loves him to death. Um, and there's a scene where they're working out together. And he's pushing him. He's like, go, go, go. And then, then they're like, <laughs> afterwards, they're flexing in the mirror. And I think his dad like pulls a muscle and he kind of bends down and he starts laughing, goes, Did you flex too hard? And then the two of them start cracking up. Uh huh. Which up to that point, you just see this guy's face so intently. You see them laughing together. I like teared up because I'm like, oh, They're just having a good time. Uh huh. They're best of friends. It's like very sweet. And the more that they were establishing this, the more I was like, Oh, something. It's going to go so bad. Well, every time they and, show a puppy or right. they show a yeah. family getting along, I'm like, something bad is going to happen. Right. And I thought, I, and then when something bad does happen, you yeah. know, I think that this movie really did a great job of like showing how a bad thing could happen. Yeah. It showed like it. It showed yeah. the full context of a situation. It showed the steps it show, that yeah. led up to something so extreme. Yes, it showed like these little steps that that lead up to like some big event, and then it showed like kind of like how we react on on social media or like on headlines, yeah. just kind of like diving and just you see like you just see that something happened, and then you make the quick decision on like yeah. what a horrible know, thing this person exactly is horrible everything like, about this situation I know, yeah. instantly i don't read the article i read the headline <laughs> and i know exactly who is at fault and what happened and it did a great job of getting under that yeah and showing the like the the totality of like kind of any big decision or any big like tragedy yeah. and how it happens and because you love this family right from the beginning the tragedies that happen and there are more than one um they they just really hit you. And again, what we were talking about with the, the way it's filmed, the lighting, there's scenes where it's real intense red lighting and he's the kid's maybe getting out of control and you have that sense. Um, you when The music you know goes in to really focus you like, yeah, this is an intense situation. The, the camera goes nuts. And you were just constantly, I really felt constantly like holding my breath. Yeah. Because you know that yeah. that bad things are happening and going to happen. I I was thinking about you're seeing that um, graph in Kurt Vonnegut's book Man Without a Country, or there's also like a video yeah. where he like graphs out plot lines. Oh no, yeah, I've seen that. And he it's Kurt Vonnegut graphs out plot lines, and he says like this is how a normal story starts. It starts at average, and then you go up. And then something tragic yeah. goes happen, it goes down, and then back at the end, it comes back up. Yeah. And then he does like the Cinderella story, which is like you start way down, and then and <laughs> oh, then you yeah. like you just go up at the end, and then it does like the metamorphosis, and it's like it starts here, and then it just goes straight down, and it's a big punchline. And I was like, that's this story, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like it's if you put it on a graph, like it's the like the 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 titular waves. Yeah. Are um, like are these these bad things that happen because they yeah over I also over. thought saw it as like these little mm. choices that end up being bigger like you know the ripples mm. they say the butterfly mm-hmm. effect um, they also so the first third for, I'm sorry two thirds of the film they focus on the young man like we talked about and then it gets into the story of the daughter yeah and and how she deals with the aftermath 
and and the rest of the family as well. And she's amazing. She's been she getting a lot is of uh, absolutely fantastic. Let's say her name her so that too, yeah. we, um, yeah. Know. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's Taylor Russell. Taylor Russell. She was. She is excellent. And this movie, it's long. You know, it's two and a half hours. Yeah. And, but it 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 gives the movie that time. Yeah. I to get- have. I get why I it's get that why long, it is. Right? Like after once it switched to the girl's story, especially, I was like, "Oh, I, I now I need to." I mean, I hope it doesn't wrap up too fast. Yeah, right. Because I at first I thought like, "Oh, it's gonna go to her. It's gonna just like kind of show like she's gonna be the ending here." Yeah, and she's not the ending. She is the middle. You know, and it's like it's it's a new beginning. Yeah, and uh, um, and you really because it has that time because it gives that time. You see exactly how the events that happened before relate to these events. Yeah. You see, like, you see how they work on her. You see, like, what this thing does to how she interacts with people yeah. and uh, how someone deals with grief and tragedy. And it does that in, in a really great way. And Taylor Russell and her performance was just so like, good. It, was, it like, was so good. And all the performances they were in this really good. were really great. Um, Calvin Harrison Jr. plays uh, plays the young man. Tyler, and, I believe. Yeah, yeah Tyler. And, um, and these are these are tough scenes to act. Yeah. These are like when things when like you're thinking of like acting, and uh, um, it's like this is a situation that you would never be in. And how, like, how would you feel? Or, like, what does, yeah. like, real raw emotion feel? Like, there's parts where he is, like, you know, he's, like, drooling, I remember, like, in yeah, this yeah. scene. And it's just, like, that is just, like, what happens when your body's just, like, pumped with so much adrenaline, you know? I do love that. I do love that the uh, the Oscar scenes are always, like, people spit flying out of the yeah, to show right? that they're so into it. Uh, both of, the, both of the, the kids, the son and the daughter, are both have moments where it's a quiet performance and then it can go and then it goes up mm-hmm. obviously tyler's character he's just he's very reserved most of the time he's keeping it together because the whole time he's trying to keep it together keep it yeah under he's trying to do what is you dad see the little cracks and then you see him go big yeah and then the same with the girl she's a quiet she starts to she gets she starts to have like a boyfriend a relationship and you see how that kind of like brings her out a little bit and then you see her with her dad where she gets real big and she's like, no, I do. I'm glad we're having this conversation. I love you and all this stuff. Um, it it really, she runs the gamut and so does he. And they both like put it all out there. It's really nice. Yeah. Sterling um, K. Brown is just, he never, he's never not yeah. intense. Yeah. And he does a great job at being intense and they, the, the like the character that they write for him is intense and you can see why his son is like I need to do what I need to do or you yeah. like you see why he he does what he does with yeah. his you know with his dad you know being his dad right. and uh, like demanding a lot and expecting a lot and he wants to do good by his dad and that's that's something that like we can all empathize with yeah. you know like he's got a dad who's who's hard who's tough who wants him to do well and so he is hard on himself he's tough on himself and he yeah. wants to do well and that it's just like, you're like oh yeah, he he's 18 years old. Of of course he's making these decisions and not like slowing things down or talking it right. out or telling his dad that he is not sure about yeah. things. You know. Also, teenagers aren't super communicative. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and it, did, it did a very good job of showing that. I will say there was one thing I don't know that we've mentioned this, but it is an African American family. Yeah, it, but the only reason I mention it now is because there's moments 
in there, again, with the lights and the cameras, how they work it, there's a few moments where you see while driving, you'll see, like, the police lights. You'll see blue and red lights. Every time that happened, again, culturally, you, I, I, yep. ho- I'm holding my breath. Yep. Nothing. There's really, yep. as far as I can no interactions in that way. There's, like, one brief one. doesn't go where you think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. But I, re- I was reading about it afterwards, and they talked about how they used those blue and red lights. Really? And to, to create that moment where, one, you see on Tyler's face a moment of, like, fear and panic when he sees it. Of course. But also in the audience, every time oh you see God. it, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. Really effective and also very telling. Yeah. Um, but I, I seriously was overwhelmed by this movie. I was, like, pretty impressed with the scope of it. And it also is very representative of a filmmaker in, like, the right now that I like. And there's, like, Barry Jenkins... Um, the Lighthouse, Robert Eggers. There's a bunch of people, and there's a oh, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. That that film. There's a bunch of these films that are doing these kind of things that I love right now. Yeah, where they use visual elements, they pull on your heartstrings. They don't do 100% what you think they're gonna do. Um, it's just a, it's a, I think a really interesting time. There's some filmmakers coming up that I'm like overwhelmed by. I'm really excited for more. Same. The soundtrack uh, was also really good. It was like yeah, Trent, Animal Collective. Trent Reznor did the score. Yeah. Which is amazing. <clears throat> uh, and, and then, the yeah, the collection of music they had in there was really good. Yeah, Animal Collective. They had, like, a great scene with Chance, yeah. um, Frank Ocean. I yeah. was like, oh, this is a movie. Somebody that, you know, listens to the same music that I listen to. Yeah, <laughs> they had an Amy Winehouse song, and I'm like, I know this song, but why don't I know who this is? And then I freaked out. I was like, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, really impressive. I, I recommend it. It's uh, oh, it's winning a bunch of awards. Yeah, it's on the National Board of Reviews top ten of the f- uh, top ten films of the year. The Independent Spirit Awards um, nominated Taylor Russell yeah. for Best Supporting Female. Uh, Gotham Awards. It was the Audience Award at the Gotham Independent Film Awards. It was also Best Feature and Breakthrough Actor for Taylor Russell. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty impressive film and a good alternative to some of the feel good ones out there. It's great to feel good. I enjoy <laughs> so, feeling good. Yeah, but sometimes you just want to be brutally yeah. hit over the head with tragedy yeah. after tragedy yes. for multiple hours at a time. Definitely do. <laughs> That's what happens here. And it's it's very impressive. And actually, you know, I'll tell you what. Here's the positive result of it. I immediately wanted to call my parents. Oh, I texted my sister in the, uh, while the credits were rolling. Yeah. I texted my sister, and yeah. I was like, we should hang out tomorrow. That's yeah, <laughs> so funny. I was like, and I should I, talk to my loved ones right now. I And I, I'm so glad that you brought that up because I was thinking about that as I was going to bed. And I was like, I love when a movie has that. The capacity to like push you to do push some, you to do something thing. in real yeah. life, yeah. and this movie was so about family and um and like <laughs> and there there was a scene where the dad is out of touch with his daughter and he doesn't like know yeah. how to talk to her and he doesn't know like what to say to her just because through things that have happened they they haven't talked to each other they like haven't kept up or like done small things that you do with yeah. in a relationship to kind of maintain it. So they, when they were together, they didn't know what to do. And I was like, oh, my God, I, that, I can't have that with my sister, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I, like, texted her. I was like, oh, we should hang out. <laughs> and I, I, I think that's really powerful when a movie has that 
yeah. can, can like, you can learn something from it. You yeah. like, I was like, I learned that if I don't talk to my family, <laughs> um, that we will separate, yeah. you know, <laughs> or like we will grow distance. Grow so I need to, to do that. And I'm really glad that this movie yeah. did that. Very impressive. I liked it a lot. If you liked this movie, what else might you like, Kay Polly? Um, uh, well, I visually and I don't know, somewhat thematically, uh, Barry Jenkins, anything by Barry Jenkins, rewatch Moonlight, mm. uh, if Beale mm -hmm. Street could talk, those movies especially have some visual elements that were very similar. He actually, actually, there's a scene where him and his girlfriend are in the water where I'm like, this is pretty close to that Moonlight scene mm -hmm. where they're in the water. Oh, stylistically. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that one's great. Oh, another really kind of an seemingly odd recommendation based on this movie. There's a movie called Broken Circle Breakdown. Never heard of it. It's, I want to say, from Norway or okay. it's Danish or something. I, I can't remember. It's a uh, Scandinavian, okay. generally. Sure. It is the. It is a tragedy. <laughs> it's a tragedy that is told in such a way that it makes you experience the tragedy like over and over again. It's essentially about a, a young, really cool couple. They're like, they do blue, they sing bluegrass and they're like a little family band. And they have this beautiful kid, and the kid dies. This is not a spoiler. This is the whole movie is about. <laughs> okay. But they, I was like, okay, The great, narration thanks. is like it's circular. Uh, they call, I believe they call it circular narration where they go back and forth in time. Okay. So it's not just a linear story. It's right. uh, this ha home. tragedy. Oh, now they're happy. I remember again. when this tragedy Oh, now happened. back to recovering from tragedy. Oh, this is so sweet there. Really, oh, forget. Don't forget about that because now it's tragedy again. I it holds the record, my personal record of crying the hardest in any movie I've ever what? seen. What? I had to stop it in the middle, and I think I had a sock nearby, and I used that to wipe oh my nose. Oh my god! What? I was just bawling. What is this movie? Broken Circle Breakdown. But it is a phenomenal movie. It's a great name. But you will cry, and if you don't, immediately go to the hospital <laughs> because something is wrong with you. Wow! Broken Circle Breakdown. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Tragedy upon tragedy, but it's beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Um, what else are we watching? Um, let's see. Let me I like doing. What else are we watching? I know. What else are we watching is good. I watch. I like. We're in movie season, baby. Yeah. So, um, I've been seeing movies. I saw A Beautiful in the Day in the Neighborhood, and we're not going to have time to do it as a full podcast. Yeah. So, I did want to make sure that uh, we talked about it a little bit. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood was an excellent movie. I've heard I nothing loved but it. good things. And I wasn't, you know, I kind of went into it, and I I was like, we saw the documentary, you know? We saw yeah, the, yeah. the documentary about Fred Rogers, and uh, I was kind of like... When you make a really good documentary and then you do a drama, it just kind of feels like, what was the point of doing the drama? We have the documentary. Right, right. You know, they like did all the that's things like was, in real that's time. That's what I was kind of interested in. Yeah. Like, why and, is it? And it definitely like, it was not like that because the movie is about um, this Esquire piece that was written on, on Fred Rogers. Oh. And so it was equally about the writer of that piece and the piece itself and then Fred Rogers. So it wasn't okay. just like, let's take a look at him. Though it did a, do a really good job of like showing kind of like what he was like. Yeah. And kind of like the magic that he held and to an adult. Right. Which, um, which was really great. And Tom Hanks was great. Yeah. Um, it kind of like, I remember when they did the casting, it kind of felt like cheating. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being so like, yeah, oh, uh, Tom, the most likable man is the most likable man. But yeah. he does a really good job of being Mr. Rogers. Yeah. There's like a scene where he is um he is like trying to fold a tent. And his <laughs> body language, yeah. it's like his fingers. Yeah. The way that he like holds his body is the way This is getting weirdly sensual for a movie about <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> It is the way that like his body that Fred Rogers like moves his body. He like he must have like studied a lot of film. Yeah. Because his he's not just like friendly old Tom Hanks being Tom Hanks. Yeah. He is definitely like being uh being Fred Rogers and being likable in the way that he uh, is. So I've heard nothing but good things from coworkers and, and friends who've mm-hmm. seen it. This this is a good segue. Into because uh, I know you saw the Irishman too. <laughs> There's a thing, a trend in my in my brain lately, yes. where I just don't want to like stuff. There's just certain because things other people are liking. It? No, and it's not like that. Oh, I saw that band when it was in my sure. garage. <laughs> now it's dumb because it's big. It's not that. I think I'm just really tired of a certain era of movie, oh. and I don't want. And it's stupid. Let me just preface this where this is not rational. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Like the. Trust, I, I recorded Scorsese, 30 yeah. minutes about how I did not yeah. like The Irishman. And part of that was because. Oh, you did not like The Irishman. I, oh, that's spoiler. Funny. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> because, because as well, I and I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, it just seemed like the last gasping breath of this yeah, mega yeah, genre. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, where it's like. Mobster movies are big, and Scorsese is like the head, and it's like let's make it three hours long and have these huge people in it. And uh, I feel like that was a part of why I'm just like I'm ready for that to go. Yeah, yeah. I just when I saw the trailer, I was like, what? how is this? And I'm sure it's somewhat different. I had a friend say, no, it actually is really good, and it explores a different aspect of blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, I know. It's just it's the same faces, it's the same mm-hmm. style. Mm-hmm. I'm so exhausted by that. Um, I love Tom. Tom Hanks has been great. I could never say anything bad about Tom Hanks, even though he did fire my friend uh, from being what? in Band of Brothers. Oh, my God. He please. Has, he has a podcast that about tea. it. You've got it. Oh, my We'll get to Lord. that. There's a whole podcast he has about it, which wow. is amazing. Um, but, yeah, I have no problem with Tom Hanks. I liked a lot of his movies. It's just that thing, like, I feel like I know what to expect from so much. I get that. Oscar season holds less and less of a shine for me these days because those are typically not the ones. In the last couple of years, there's been a good portion of them that, like, no, I'm glad those are being represented, and I'm really into those movies. My favorite film of the year won the, you know, won the top prize one year but when it was Moonlight. But um, there's just it's some of the shine on those they're the only ones that get talked about, and I'm, there are substantially better films out there. I'm it gets with you. more and more exhausting every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. And I think that's that was like, um, for those of you still listening who also <laughs> listen, who haven't listen, toned, uh, listen to The yet. Irishman, I was like, I was unfairly hard on it. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that was just because, and that was like, I saw Ford vs. Ferrari too. Yeah. And I was like, there we can spend ninety eight million dollars on a story that's different from this. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. we like, and we should. Yeah, we should just we should be telling different stories. Like or we're we ready. Could spend that money on four different stories. Yeah, different <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. the amazing thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm substantially more drawn to work 
to people who make it who make their work before they get any attention for their work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once they start, and this is sort of the now that the band's big, it's not good anymore. Uh huh. Now it is sort of that because there are some of them that when they That's get funny. they get all the the all the resources they need, it loses that magic of what they did at the beginning for uh-huh. me, and it's what draws you in. Except for Agnes Varda. Ag- Agnes. Well, Agnes Varda never got, I mean. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no one's throwing $20 million in her. That's true. Um, and I know you'll hate this, uh, you'll hate this uh, example, oh, but ready. Wes Anderson, oh. who still makes movies I like, don't get me wrong, but the things that, the ones that I'm more enamored with will always be those first few. I, I, same. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I totally agree with you on that. I gave up on Martin Scorsese a long time ago. Even though there are movies that he's made since that I've liked, it's not the same thing for me. It's not the same. Um, there's a lot of examples in that vein with actors, with directors. Uh, Maybe we'll do a whole episode of like K. Polly gripes about people yeah. getting too much money for films that they the shouldn't be making. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to say okay. I have seen, Waves. I saw a movie uh, called Cuban Fury. Which was Cuban Fury? Cuban Fury is from 2014. That uh, sounds like a movie that should have been made in the Cold War era. <laughs> yeah, no. Cuban Fury is about salsa dancing. Okay. Uh, with white British people. So perfect. Uh, it's actually a comedy uh, with producers of like a lot of the uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost movies. Nick Frost stars in it. It's got a very British y cast. Um, but it's actually just, it's not the best comedy I've ever seen. But it's actually pretty pleasant and kind of funny, which is not pretty pleasant and kind of funny. Which sometimes that's what I want. Yes, I don't, you know, because it's hard to find I those brilliant it. picks. Like this is like pleasant and funny, and the characters are really good. Olivia Coleman's in it. Oh, what? Chris O'Dowd's in it. <laughs> oh, British people are in it, and Olivia Coleman. Like yeah. she yes. doesn't have a big enough part in it. Okay, but it's still really pleasant. And it's about Nick Frost, who's a big, big, big dude who used to be a brilliant uh, salsa dancer as a kid. Then he, something goes wrong and he gets back to it at the, you know, he wants to get back in the game because of a girl. Fun. Pretty simple, but it's actually pretty cute. That sounds great. Yeah. What was that called? Cuban Fury? Cuban Fury. That sounds fun. Okay. Cuban Fury. More to come. We'll a beautiful be day in the movies. neighborhood. Yeah. Waves. Sea waves. Yeah, definitely. It's in the downer. It's not doing as as well or as, yeah, it's not, feel- it's not like. It's like getting the shine that some other, some it, other movies are, are having. Yeah, and don't, and don't let great. it pass you in the theater because it's really an intense experience. It's worth it. It's, yeah, and it's definitely one that I, it's it's a movie that you have to be ready for and in a certain headscape. Yeah. And it's easier to be in that head frame when you're going to the movies instead of like choosing a movie to watch on Netflix yeah. at night. I would say also it would be fascinating to not be in the head space for that and see it. <laughs> kind of, oh, my God. Kind of wondering if that would be even better. Just to hit you in the gut when you're not yeah, looking. Yeah, maybe. All right, Waves. Go see it. Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Well, I would like to formally thank you. We would like to thank you, Kenny. Thanks. You're great. Um, our th- we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the, only, the license. The only sonic inspiration. <laughs> Our Let our theme song is from <laughs> Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. We also had a group of children sing the theme song. It's on our Instagram. There's a video, so yeah, please watch pretty, it because it's pretty adorable. So cute. Mm. Uh, we also get support from Associated Bank and Steinhoffel's Furniture. Thank you, sirs and madams. 
Uh, we also get support from our members at 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. You guys are the best. We're also in the middle of a membership drive right now, so please give it to us. We need money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, also, thank you. What's the last one? Thank um, you. 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 Thank you. Oh, me, yes. We always thank me at the end. We always thank important. Christopher at the end. Because I need it, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher. You weren't here last week, and <laughs> I was just a terror and a fury for half an hour. I can't wait. I, need I haven't you. heard it yet. I need you. Don't listen to it. Oh, really? I'm excited. <laughs> That's fine. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. You listen to us. Anyone who listen to podcasts, you're already doing it. Cinnabuds. All right. We're out.